folks. I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey, you guys. It's Small Package. It's Corey Point Next to you here with your boy. It's Bob. It's Bob. You know it. Let's just do this shit. And today on Small Package, it was the Superstar shakeup on Raw and SmackDown. A little different than expected, but we got the full results. We got superstars that got shook. Also, speaking of superstars, got shook in their fucking brains. Finn Balor. Finn Balor's injured. Sorry. Damn it. Damn it. A new finisher for Rollins? Question mark. Bray Wyatt's unhappy. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Big episode four zero. I will literally never get tired of going Superstar Uh huh I really I do uh, I uh, I One thing I truly miss sometimes On the day to day from the product Is hearing Randy Orton I still miss Lillian Yeah well, this she seems really... to be having a great time with her podcast. No, no, it's so. and it's and it's great, and I still and have. She comes back for some things. Yeah, and also, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't have her do like. Well, they had Tanache. What's the her fuck Tanache. face to the national anthem? Tanache's boobies spilling all over the place. But um, no, nah. she'll be she'll be back around, and she's also still in the video games, which is I feel more bad for JoJo than yeah, anybody that they're just like eh fuck making a new model we yeah. got the same character model we can just go and you know how hard is it really to bring Lillian back just to record like a handful of new names but, as opposed to re-overhauling the entire ring announcer system but if you read iDigitalTimes WWE 2K17 review mm-hmm. written by yours truly uh-huh. you notice that I just shit on this game on that game for how they don't update their games. Right. And that is a big part of it. The fact that the announced team on Raw is JBL, Cole, and Lawler. Yeah. That's which hasn't bad. been a thing since 2014. Yeah, it's been a while. And also, it's just not good. Like, there was the, the Lawler repeat line. Like from oh yeah, that the, hilarious botch. Oh my god! And then also, just like I was talking to you the other day about how the promo system is like, terrible. It it's a fu- such a fun idea. It just isn't well executed. And now that I own two K seventeen, I've actually had a chance to play with it more. I'm like, okay, as you build up your mic skill, it does get slightly easier. Like because that's the first thing I did was like max out my dude's mic skill and buy the abilities that were mic related. Yeah, it does get better. And it does give you more of information information about it, like like actual like what the crowd is reacting to, and some options. It feels like this may be bullshit, but it feels like um, some options kind of like glow a little bit. I mean, it may just be me uh-huh. perceiving it that way, but I did find it funny. I pointed out to you that. I built the universe mode, which the universe mode is sick. It's again, there's problems with everything. But it's a cool idea. I love my universe mode, but um, one of the things is is that I, I set it up so that Sasha Banks did a promo, and I just sat back and watched, and even the computer fucked up the promo. It was like, strong face reaction, okay face reaction, poor heel reaction, 
strong heel reaction, poor face reaction. So at the end of the promo, she had like 8% of the meter towards face. And yeah. they, the game says it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. You just want a strong reaction. reaction. And so even their own... And Sasha is one of the characters that has high mic skills. Which she doesn't, but... But kayfabe, okay? I'm just saying, it's just it's just kind of like... I'm sure if I put in... If I like used my VC to buy like Stone Cold, uh-huh. which I have no intentions... The only people I've bought in was because I want... Like, some of the creative characters you can download from the downloads are like, oh, but this person used stuff from this set. Oh, yeah. So you have to buy Christian. And I was like, sure. Okay, fuck it. Because I want Kenny Omega in my fucking game. My uh-huh. universe mode, by the way, is crazy. Because like, I just took most of the rosters completely out of all, of all the shows. I was like, I fuck you. I don't care. And I just made 205 Live just like an indie dream show. Uh-huh. Where it's basically Cruiserweight Classic plus Kenny Omega plus CM Punk for some fucking reason. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, the other shows can can exist, but then I wound up making pay-per-views just for the 205 Live brand, where it's like, uh, for ex- the month with Extreme Rules, is just like CWC semicolon to Extreme, and I had the Hardys debut at, at the pay-per-view on 205 Live, and then the next one was like Payback. Are those guys even all under 205 pounds? It doesn't matter. It's my kayfabe reality, dude. Um, so, yeah, it's a fun game. It's just, it's full of, it is just full of fucking problems bugs but a more so right like bugs are bugs are more forgivable right than just than just the sheer laziness of it yeah there there's also just like why are some of the matches just gone like backstage cool i get it false count anywhere was a fun was a fun thing because like i was like oh i can go over the barricade (laughs) i can't go too far into the crowd but i can go over the barricade I was like, that's that's really cool. I sure. Um, and the backstage stuff, love it. I think it's really interesting. I wish that there was like more options rather than just you walk from one to one. I wish that like it would randomize and be like, oh, now you're in like the, the, just the locker rooms, or like now you're in the garage and you mm-hmm. can throw people through the fucking windshield of a car. Um, but hey, small steps. But then you remove things like Inferno match, which I get it. Kane's not a big part of the roster anymore. Inferno match was always just his gimmick, but like, how hard is it to put like we had buried alive in the two K sixteen showcase? How hard is it really to just keep that? You already had it, you made it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of things going on there. Oh hey everybody, welcome to the show episode big four zero, or as WWE would put it, the fortieth anniversary <laughs> of the small package show. Uh We've had more episodes than that, but a lot of them we just counted as like specials and didn't number them. Uh-huh. So this is probably actually like fifty plus. No, probably I would say probably like well, if like you count 47. like all the game time lives and <laughs> I would still say it's probably like forty seven or eight. But okay, uh, we're gonna kayfabe it, and this is episode forty. Neat. Welcome everybody. Today is April fourteenth. It's Friday, so we're dating it. Um. And happy birthday, Bob. We wished you a happy birthday, I believe, on the show last week. Uh huh. But your birthday happened after our last recording. And uh, I got you some presents, and they're right over there. Yeah. So I would love to get your reaction to opening these presents up on air. 
So there's two of them right there. I I would recommend starting with. Let's close the show with that. Close the show with sure. the presents. Yeah, we can do that too. All right, let's just get into the wrestling. Okay, so the, big, the elephant yeah. in the room here is the superstar shakeup. Yes, I feel because that's that's the biggest thing that happened in wrestling for the week. Yes, sir. So we have new Raw and SmackDown rosters, which. Uh, is 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 cool. I'm glad. I, I think overall it's healthy. I, I am I am on board with the new rosters. Yes, I but was I was more happy that they did this rather than a complete draft. Sure, that would have pissed me off because I'm like, but we have so much good things going on on both shows. Don't just completely kill everything. Yeah, I think um, the shakeup's a good idea. I agree. Uh, I just wish I that they kind down. of did it differently. So the weird thing is that they were they 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 were talking about this whole thing, you know, super, superstar shakeup. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the the GMs like making trades, making deals, blah yeah. blah blah. And then it was just kind of like the wrestlers would show up and cut a promo, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, I guess they're here now." Yeah, they advertised it like Daniel Bryan and and. Uh- Kurt Angle were going to be like sitting down and negotiating people, right? And, and like making trades, like oh, I'll give you Sheamus and Cesaro for you know the American Alpha. Like it, it would have that would have been like, a cool. That would have been amazing, I, right? I would have liked that segment, but they were just kind of like, "Hey, I'm here," and you're like, "Okay, I guess they're there." It was especially yeah. weird after Raw because like. You had all of these people who were on Raw, then you had all these SmackDown people who were on Raw. And so you're like, okay, well, who's going to be on SmackDown then? Nobody? Or are people doing double duty? Or are we just trying to guess the people that weren't on the show going to be in Boston? Like, Yeah, it it was weird how they did it. Uh, I kind of thought it was going to be more of like a two-way street. And instead, it was like on Raw, they announced he was coming to Raw. And on SmackDown, they announced these are the people coming to SmackDown. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it, it worked fine. But I just, it felt like another, I, th- I think it's like a running theme right now is missed opportunity for something cool. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like the last, I mean, I loved WrestleMania. I thought WrestleMania is probably for me going to go down in my top maybe five or six of all time. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff. But again, it feels like the last couple of months, it's been a running theme of missed opportunities. Dating all the way back, we were talking about W2, W2K17, a lot of missed opportunities. Um, you know, a lot of these feud buildups, missed opportunities. You know, the Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton feud, there were a lot of just missed opportunities to keep it grounded and instead they let mm-hmm. it get ridiculous and they missed opportunity here to okay the superstar shake was like a big thing vince announced it on raw after wrestlemania we're like what the hell is this going to be it's in two freaking weeks what are we going to do and they hyped it all up and they got it all hyped up and then ultimately i kind of felt and i ho- i don't know how you feel but i felt like the shows were kind of a letdown um except for braun Strowman's greatest moment in kayfabe history and we'll get to that um but good point uh but for the most part i felt like the shows were kind of a letdown and it was just the after the fact that i was like okay cool we have some interesting new stuff to work with like i I, how did you feel about the actual presentation of them on the shows was it was it a letdown for you 
Oh, for sure. Uh, especially just like how they did most of it, even. Um, for example, they have to continue to make Apollo Crews pointless by announcing that he was jumping on Twitter. They can't even give him two minutes on the show. They gave him, I think it was like seven seconds on the show. Because on the show, at some point, they flashed like breaking news from our Twitter, Apollo Crews! And it's just like, what? But like, I don't know. I mean, I know that you're all about that hashtag push cruise life, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't see him getting a better push chance on Raw than on SmackDown, mm, but... Perhaps not. Whatever. So, uh, so do you have the list of, of who made the moves? Yeah, I have it all in order. Cool. So let's just go through that real quick, and then we can break down how we feel about them. Yeah, so like I said, Cruz was announced on Twitter. Miz and Maurice came out jokingly as John Cena and Nikki Bella. Which was funny. It was very funny. A lot of people were confused, like, oh shit, Cena's here, but it wasn't. Uh, and then Ambrose interrupted Miz and Maurice, <laughs> making him there. Uh, Hawkins is now on Raw. Because, Which also means the IC title moved with Ambrose. Yes, yes. Um, so, Kurt Hawkins is now on Raw. Hooray. Um, Bray Wyatt appeared uh, after the Finn Balor-Jinder Mahal match to announce that he was coming after Finn Balor once he was done with Randy Orton. Which... Oh, let's just continue. We'll come back to that. Circle back. Uh, Kalisto was announced that he's coming to Raw, probably to join the cruiserweight division. Yay. Good utilization of Kalisto. No, not really. Because if you think about it, the cruiserweights already have Lince Dorado. They already have Grand Metalik. Like, do they need Kalisto just to get lost under the cruiserweight like under all of these other i feel like lucha wrestlers I like, feel like i feel like he was at least a thing on smackdown sure he was the the lucha, the guy. lucha guy sure but i think that uh because grandma to and let's say dorado are big uh they're they're always i feel like they're the types that are going to be faces for like i don't feel like they can turn really let's say maybe grandma to without being the talking type it, it's harder, I feel like, for him to be heel. And I feel like Kalisto is good enough that he can probably pull off a heel lucha turn. Okay. Um, and so I feel like it, it would be a cool rivalry that you could put him into where he's, you know, goes like when Rey Mysterio went through his like black outfit phase and was kind of heelish. Um, you know, I feel like you could totally have Kalisto do that. And again, Sinkara doesn't talk. So, like, it, you couldn't use like, utilize him in that role, although they just kept him basically as a jobber. Anyway, I feel like Kalisto has enough recognition to go in there, and the mainstream, casual, normal fans know Kalisto more than they know Grand Metalik, and they know him more than Lince Dorado. And so I feel like you can put Kalisto in there, get everybody going, okay, Kalisto, we know Kalisto, the Lucha Lucha guy, and then it'll have a bigger impact if he turns heel. So I can see some cool, of course, this is me fucking fantasy booking in my own head. WWE is probably just going to put him in there and fuck it all up. So anyway, keep going with the shirk up. Uh, Rhino and Slater are joining the tags. Neat. And on the women's side, Alexa bliss and Mickey James both join. I was very happy with the Alexa bliss, the Mickey James. I was like, I kind of thought they'd keep her on SmackDown. But 
We'll circle back. So that's that's then, too um, raw. Byron Saxton and oh, Tonga right. are swapping. And we'll get back to that too. Uh but I'm actually I'll be honest, uh I feel like Byron will be better than Otunga on SmackDown and I feel like you know the Tom Phillips JBL Byron can work. Uh see my fear is that it's just going to go back to JBL just shitting on Byron the whole night. And like yeah. that's what made me hate JBL so much when he was on Raw before the original draft anyway sure. was that all he did was just shit on Byron well, making Byron think- bad right. because then you only have one announcer actually giving a shit about what's going on in the ring. Right. I think JBL has gotten better. Uh, and I will say this. Uh, I don't think that they're going to let him because of the whole Morrow thing going on right now. I think they're going to tell JBL fucking cool it. And, you know, Corey and, and Michael Cole definitely shit on Byron as well, but they just did it less. They and- did it a lot less. They did it quietly like they were talking about the rings and they're you know like oh man this guy is great not like you byron like it wasn't it was just like quick asides it wasn't and usually they kept it out and they usually kept it out of matches yeah they did it more in the like matches aren't happening stuff um so we'll see how that works out i think that he byron's better than otunga yeah so which is saying a lot um but it was interesting after the first night because, uh, you know, at this point, uh, end of Monday night, we have every single belt except SmackDown, you know, SmackDown Tag, SmackDown Women, and WWE belt. So every other belt is on Raw, and I really liked that because... Frankly, there just wasn't enough time. You can. You, I've ranted way too long about how terrible SmackDown's tag division is, and by you know removing the IC belt, a it gives Raw more content to be structured around, sure. which they need, of course. Uh, and B, it gives SmackDown less content that they can squeeze in in two hours, sure, allowing the SmackDown you know the tag division to flourish you know let them do more side stories that aren't belt related because like sure. as much as the cena ms nikki maurice feud was like funny right that one like not really relevant match to anything else was taking up half of smackdown right and so it's just like okay nothing fucking else can get a chance to go on sure let alone your other non-belt feuds. Exactly. So I was fine with it, but then we get to Tuesday. So, and that's a, a, another discussion that we can circle back to is the the discussion of people saying maybe they missed an opportunity here to exclusively put the like. Some people are saying, "Oh, what if they just put the entire like tag division on Raw and then just gave the women's division to SmackDown?" Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people were talking about that before the brand split last yeah. year. And I was like, it's an interesting idea because then it gives you a something that is like, oh, that's exclusive to this show. So it's more of a reason to tune into that show yeah. because you're like I can only get the women's wrestling on Raw or I can only get the tag team division on SmackDown uh, or vice versa. And so 
there was that, and then also it gives them more time to build coherent feuds that aren't around the title belt on both shows. Um, you know, because when you don't have to worry about fitting in the tag team matches, you know, then you can go, okay, well, now we can, instead of doing pointless tag team matches, we can do the women's title feud and then like a women's subplot feud or two. Um, and so I, I, I kind of agree with you that it would have been cool to keep the U.S. belt on Raw, but now we get to Night 2 and SmackDown's additions. Yes, so SmackDown started with Kevin Owens coming out with the U.S. belt. As we were alluding to, uh, so now U.S. belt is on SmackDown, so they swapped the mid-card belts. Although they also did announce that he will fight, which is a whole other thing. So we'll get yeah, to. No, let's get let's get to the cross promotional sure. shit afterwards because that's a whole thing, right? Um, so Sami Zayn comes out uh, after Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. um, which I, I got really snarky in my in my article here, right? Uh, meaning the final fight between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn a year ago is just laughable, right? Uh, then Jinder Mahal jumped over on Twitter because he had his, uh, Mojo Raleigh thing from sure. the Andre, the giant, uh, battle Royal. So they're right. carrying that feud over, which I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Gives them something to do. I was, uh, I was also wondering a little bit if after he concussed Finn, they were just like, yeah, he's definitely huh. getting the fuck off the show. And so then, uh, the tag team division gets boosted with two new acquisitions, uh, a potentially restructured, repackaged shooting, uh, shining stars. Yeah, they dropped the brochure gimmick. Yeah, they they just were. Honestly, though, they look like Usos light. Sure. And so it's just like we already have the Usos doing like this kind of thuggy. Yeah, but Usos went to. Gimmick. I thought Usos went to Raw. No, they didn't. With AA. No. Are you sure? Yes. AA moved. No, they didn't. They didn't move. No. I already read all of the people who came to Raw. I'm and it was ba- only Rhino and Slater on the AA tag team division. AA are the champs right now, right? No. Usos are. Usos are the champs right yes. now. This is how little SmackDown's tag division matters. Sure. That you but don't that even, you know, who don't even know who the champs are and who's in the division. <laughs> Oh man! I for some reason I thought in my head that AA moved to. It Raw. would make perfect sense because Angles then they there. would get to be with Kurt. But no, WWE missed opportunities. Jesus. Um, I'm I'm super feeling. However, Berenstein Bernstein Bear effect between the icy title not being on Baron Corbin and AA not moving. I'm like I don't know. Dude, what the I don't know how on. I had to fight you so hard about how he did. But I win. pulled it up on the internet and I found I have found other people that were like he won the title and then after it was the, never a title match. But then he after, won the match. It was just not a title match, right? And then after the fact, it was like oh he didn't win the like and so people were like oh he was only holding up the belt to be like I beat Ambrose. Yeah, and I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm like I'm fairly positive that the commentary team were like. Why is Ambrose giving him another shot at like JBL being like, why is he giving another shot at his title? That guy's crazy. And I found people online who were like, no, it was a title match. And they're just like, they're kayfabe retconning the shit out of us. I don't know, man. This is all just, just weird. Anyway, continue with the rest of the, the, uh, 
move. Um, and then also on tag team division, the new day are coming to SmackDown, which is great because yes. they, what else are they going to do on raw? They, they are literally the longest reigning tag champs ever. Mm-hmm. Like can't, what else are you going to do there? Right. Um, and frankly, they were getting a little boring on raw. Uh, so, um, with new day, in the tag division, hopefully this means the tag division gets more time. Sure. Um, and I think New Day will definitely create more time for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Sin Cara and Rusev both got confirmed as jumping over in a video package, which breaks up any chance of a Lucha Dragons reuniting. Which was kind um, of, I was kind of pissed a little bit. Which also further proves that they have no fucking thing to do, nothing to do with Sin Cara. Because right. they were like, hey, Sin Cara's on Raw. And then they did nothing with them. And then they're like, hey, Sin Cara's in 205 Live. And then they did nothing with them. Right. And then they're like, hey, Sin Cara's in those jobbing out segments to Braun Strowman. And then they did nothing with them. Right. And now they're like, hey, he's coming to SmackDown. Get and- ready! <laughs> I bet nothing will get done with him, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, Lana seems to be joining the women's division. And uh, I mean, well, I knew they would move her as soon as I heard that they moved Rusev. It was just sort of like a yeah, given. But now she's like stepping in the ring. Hopefully, she'll wear that same weird outfit that she wore at her WrestleMania wrestling debut. Not this one, but the year before. That weird singlet. Like purple singlet thing. It was super weird. It looked more like lingerie than it did like a wrestling outfit. And then uh, we also saw a return of Tamina. Which was cool. And Charlotte going over to the women's division. Yeah, and I think that's good. Get Charlotte the fuck away from Sasha Banks, please. That way, when they meet back up at, like, I don't know, Survivor Series, it means something. Like, I, I, I... Don't get me wrong. Charlotte and Sasha have put on some of a fucking amazing matches in the last year. Yeah, but it's just gotten old. They they've, yeah, they I, did it too it much. It can't be it can't be amazing when it's the fourth fifth time I've seen. I will say this. So, okay, overall, but, but like let's break down. How do you feel about the shakeup overall? Like uh, like who won? And I was also lost? saying uh I had another note in oh, this article that Aiden English was repackaged with his singing gimmick in a singles push. Well, well not necessarily a push because he lost to Ty Dillinger, right. but he is repackaged and going as a singles wrestler now. Sure. And Ty is also straddling stuff because Ty has another has a hell in a cell match or a cage match at uh and at the next NXT mm-hmm. either I don't know if it's the next NXT taping or the next NXT pay-per-view or whatever they're calling it, special event. Um, Their takeovers. Yes. Um, so, overall, I, I I don't know about you, I'm pretty happy with the shakeup. Overall, yeah. I'm pretty happy. Uh, I think SmackDown's new roster is fucking sick. Shinsuke uh, Nakamura the, is the, on the there. Best, the best news from the SmackDown was that AJ didn't get moved, yes. I think. Uh, which uh, which they had the the card game had had a silhouette of him on a raw card uh-huh re- for their for their superstar shakeup oh whatever like because they were doing an event the for the ultimate game. tease and so they had had him on a raw card so a lot of people were like oh god he's gonna move it for sure I am also ecstatic because now he's on the same roster as Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura so those ki- those feud potentials are just oh yeah I can't wait. Oh yeah, insane. It's going to be great. 
Um, so my biggest win- disappointment is that they. Do you want to talk winners before we talk losers? Cause, sure. Because also the women's divisions on both brands, I feel like are, are going great to be now. so bolstered. Tamina's back. She's not on the same brand as Naya. Thank God. Uh-huh. That was my big concern was that they were going to do a Tamina and Naya like monster versus monster women. And thing. I'm just like, no, because that's their role in the division is to be that, that yeah. monster heel. You can't have two people doing the same. Exactly. Role. Um, and so, cause otherwise you get the weird reactions. It's the reason people are cheering Strowman, even though he's clearly trying to be a bad guy. Yeah. It's cause they don't like Roman. So big guy versus big guy when they're both bad guys, it doesn't work. So you have, uh, you have now a, a monster heel in each one. Uh, you now have a mouthpiece heel in each one with Charlotte and Alexa. And I like the fact that they didn't let them both be on the same fucking brand. Uh-huh. You have, you know, Becky on one and Bailey on one uh-huh. that balances out. It's deep. We have a lot of opportunity here now for some good complex stories. And now that they've shaken it up enough, they're going to be fresher. Yeah, so the women's division I feel like is probably the big in my mind the biggest winner out of the entire thing. Yeah, the no, raw they are they are looking great. Um, tag teams, uh, I think they could have done some, some a, a couple of better moves. Sure, uh, I think uh, swapping AA with Shizaro would be or the club. Sure, because uh, if you got the club back on with AJ, AJ that right. would have been great. Um, but I feel like that there's still time to do that later. And also, as a side note, I know this sounds fantasy book as fuck, but Omega has said that he he's in, he, he has let it out that he's not opposed to coming to WWE at some point, but he has more that he wants to do in Japan, uh-huh. potentially next year. And imagine if at the next shakeup, you wind up with Finn, the club, AJ, and Omega all on Raw together. Just imagine... <laughs> what it could be like at that point. Uh-huh. And then also if, if they could lure someone like the young bucks, I mean, Christ dude, if you had two tag teams and three singles, all top guys on one show who have all been in this bullet club in Japan, just keep calling it the club instead of the bullet club. And just basically have, uh, you a have, at least, you at least have like a year's worth of NWO level quality. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, what the fuck does the rest of the roster do about it? But I digress. I agree with you that they could have done more. But you also have Revival and Hardys now on Raw. So, yeah, you know, it's it kind of balances out. Mm-hmm. Um, Any other winners for you? That you're just like, I'm glad for this, this move. Rusev to SmackDown. Uh, hopefully that will make him not be just the shitty jobber he's been lately. Sure. He deserves um, better. Yes. Uh, I think Shinsuke is a winner. To be on SmackDown. Yeah, but I know that wasn't in the shakeup, but I think that the shakeup actually does make him a winner of the shakeup because now that like you look at the cast of people he has around him, and you're just looking like, okay, you have AJ Styles, um, you have Kevin Owens, you have Ziggler, which they kind of teased a Ziggler feud. Well, that's definitely the, his first feud. It's, it's a good starter feud. For it, sure. Ziggler will, you know, out, you know, talk great on the mic, talk him up, right. and then will make him look like, 
<laughs> Ziggler sure. will make everyone concerned that he has died when he yeah. fights Shinsuke. Oh, it's going to be because he will sell the fuck out of Shinsuke's moves in an in, in an epic matchup, much like the Joker saying an unstoppable force and an immovable object. What happens when the strongest style in the room meets the biggest sell? <laughs> He's going to hit him with a knee and Dolph Ziggler's going to jump so hard he goes out of the stadium like a ball po- like a baseball and like Ken Griffey Jr. when he entered the cheat code. And she's like, bye. And you just can see Ziggler fly the fucking Super Smash Brothers bat sound <laughs> the- <laughs> right when he hits with the knee. Ziggler's entire face comes off of his fucking body, goes around the ring and then appears back on his skull. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, so now we can talk losers. Okay, I know you're um, excited about it. I mean, obviously Bray Wyatt for fucking sure, because he he just started to become like dominant on SmackDown. Yeah, and now he's on Raw. And then they're just like, "Yeah, there goes your belt." Bye. Also, there goes your standing. Bye. Which that was one of the things that we had on. Also, you're about to lose the Finn in your first feud because obviously, bye. Bye. Like, uh, uh, so rumor rumors have it. You know, backstage talk. uh, I don't remember who broke this this rumor, but uh, Bray is not happy with management because he found out allegedly like very shortly before WrestleMania that the plan had changed for him to lose the belt at mania, despite the projection stuff that they had worked out and everything that he was going to drop the belt. But they were like, Oh, it's okay. Cause you, you'll get yours back, you know, against Randy Orton. And then he found out apparently right before raw that he was moving to raw and was not particularly pleased that he would not get his comeuppance against Randy Orton or get Randy Orton's comeuppance, I mean, um, in the House of Horrors match and win the title back. And also, just like, why the fuck are they, are they, are they doing, they could have pushed the shakeup back and done it after payback. Because now you have Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens finishing up their feud, even though they're on separate brands now, at the Raw exclusive pay-per-view. And it's like, the winner takes the belt to SmackDown Live. So there's the potential that Jericho could actually wind up being the one on SmackDown, but yeah. he's leaving. Yeah. So, so I don't I mean, think he'll win. It's very much that but, Kevin Owens is going. But you still have to finish up the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton feud with the House of Horrors match. So he basically came out on Raw to be like, Finn Balor, I'm watching you, and I'll come back to you after I finish this other thing that I've got on my agenda list. So but I, you I actually there. I actually have here the upcoming pay-per-views. Sure. Read them off, dude. So Payback is April 30th. Cool. Oh, and uh, also we have Evolve the week before that. Yes. So next weekend. Yes. Payback is April 30th, and it is a Raw exclusive pay-per-view, but it's right. not. Because it's got this... Kevin Owens right. for the SmackDown US Championship right. match. Sure. Because the belt has jumped. Sure. But the title holder hasn't jumped yet. Sure. Whatever. Ugh. And then I guess this is also going to be where they're doing the House of Horrors match because. But with the, the SmackDown ne- Championship? The Backlash pay per view is May 21st. Ooh, so are I, they? Dra- they they can't drag it out for another month plus. 
Wow. So the Wyatt for the SmackDown title rematch is... And also for the SmackDown US Championship match. That's weird. I assume... I assume, of course, keep in mind, all reports say WWE has no fucking clue what a House of Horrors match is. They re- They sent out an email survey to like some of their hardcore fans sure. that are in this program. Yeah. That was like, what do you expect to see in a house of horrors match? And it was just like, dear God, here's a checklist. Please tell us what you want. And so they came and, up with the gimmick title before they came up with the gimmick. Yes. So they put, they didn't and, put the, they didn't put the cart before the horse. They put, they, they, they put like, they put a billboard for their, horse court before they have a, a horse cart. Yes. <laughs> they, I was going to say, they put the bling for the cart before the cart before the horse. Jesus Christ, dude. Again, like there's so much good going on right now for WWE. And at the same time... There's so much stupid stuff. They're just... They, they're like, missing what opportunities. What the fuck are you guys doing? It's pretty, it's pretty weird. And like, I... You know, as much as I've been happy the last... Since last WrestleMania. Last WrestleMania, obviously, was a sour note. We we were not pleased. The next pay-per-view or two, after WrestleMania, we were like, okay, it's getting better. It's still Shit, not great. The next pay-per-view or two, after WrestleMania, we were live at. Yeah, and it got better. And we loved it. I personally thought Money in the Bank was dope. I thought that was all great. It was a really cool moment for Ambrose. And then things just kept getting better. And sure, there were a couple of times where it was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But for the most part, it got better. And then in the months leading up to WrestleMania, I actually, despite the fact that when I found out the preemptive card for WrestleMania, I groaned. As WrestleMania approached, I was like, I can't be more hyped for this card. Like, yeah. No, they. I wish I didn't know the spoilers because sure. it actually built itself up to be pretty good. Yeah. And then it and then it delivered for the most part. A couple of a, a couple of fumbles, but for the most part they delivered. It's gotten better, but they still keep making these weird fucked up basic common sense things that they keep fucking up. It's like basic common sense says you don't move somebody who's in an active hot feud to the other brand and then start a new feud, but then have him go, ah, 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 but I, our feud is going to start after I finish the last one on the show. I just left. Yeah. And like, at least they're as much as I am sad to know that we're right. not going to get a great Corbin Ambrose really like that street fight was kind of their blow off match, but like right. not. And I wish that there was more of that. At least it right. seems that they're like, we're done. Sure. And there's going to be like an Ambrose Miz thing. Sure. Which is fine. We've seen We've it. We've seen but... it, but like, whatever. At least it's on a different show. Sure. Um, but at least they're done with Corbin. Right. I wish there was more of it, but they're done. But this whole Bray thing where he's like, I'm doing a match. And I'm also doing a match. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? It's just silly. But on the whole, the Superstar Shake-Up, it's going to benefit the tag divisions. It's going to benefit the women greatly. There's some cool new singles opportunities. Uh, let's just get to, real quick, um, so... 
Obviously, on on the shows, the things that are most important to talk about, Finn Balor apparently got a concussion against Jinder Mahal. That yeah. forearm smash, dude. Yeah, no, there's there's some uh, there's some like people clipped it out, and it's it's very clear that he just goes down to the mat. Hard. He doesn't even protect himself as he falls; he just lands on his face. So you could tell that he was probably, if not out, he was definitely loopy. Yeah. Um, and, and then he had uh, to sit, stand there in the ring and find out Bray Wyatt was going to talk at him. Yeah. So. So, I, fuck, man. Finn, you have the worst luck. I'm sorry. Your uh, first televised match since coming back from giving up the title. Yeah. Um, because of injury. And you get injured. I mean, maybe they it can. It should only be like a month. I mean, sure. Enzo was back fast after his concussion. Yeah, a couple weeks. Um, so hopefully he'll be back soon. And he can probably still do promos in the ring. He probably just can't take bumps. Yeah. So hopefully he's well enough to go out and cut promos. That should be fine because they still have to blow off the shit with Randy Orton for Bray Wyatt. Sure. So doing that. But may on work what out. show? Who knows? Again, maybe. Uh, also, after afterwards in the dark match. Uh, uh, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins used a new finisher. Yeah, it's it's like the Rainmaker. Yeah, but with a knee. It's he rolls them out and rolls them in and hits the knee in their face. So yeah, I mean, kind of cool. Sure. Yeah, it's nice enough. I mean, it, it fits with this whole like knee gimmick now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seth Rollins knee slayer. But uh, oh my god, I want to make that. I shirt. still want to see like him i don't know i right. wanted to i wanted to see him you know put down trips with his new finisher because sure. that'd be more fitting rebuild reclaim right redesign redesign which, which is you know i feel his mantra yeah anyway but it's cool i do want to make a shirt now i'm gonna let you know that the same way i made my axelmania shirt because they weren't selling them yeah you're gonna make a knee slayer shirt yeah, i'm just gonna change that king slayer to knee slayer uh so that happened uh also best kayfabe moment in history in my opinion one of the just most fucking just the lunacy of wrestling and when you just suspend your disbelief and just fucking go with it so amazing so roman's giving an interview all oh, right and he's talking, and he's like, you know, man, I'm Roman Reigns. I'm Roman Reigns. And then out of nowhere, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, of course. And, and he just smacks him down. It starts with what is a adequate to above average beatdown. Man, that that thing just where he had the like way. the the metal rolling he crate, and he just he just slammed oh, yeah. it into his face when he was against the wall. Like, the one where he just like tossed him completely over something that was like it was the height of the object was like two bronze pecs. So this is a tall metal object, and he tosses Roman just over it through a table like Roman is nothing. And it was just it was a pretty solid beatdown at that point. Uh-huh. And, and so then they push him away and get Roman strapped up into a into a stretcher because of course he's he injured. He's got to get out of there. Yeah. And then Braun's not done, and he fucking flips the stretcher so that Roman lands on his fucking face. Which obviously they'd done <laughs> they, some some they cuts. Did, they did some mannequin. cuts. There. They did some really smart cuts. They right. like made it look like it was like a quick glitch. But man, if you w- go back and watch that replay, like that yeah. cut is 
seamless because it it makes you feel like the camera never left the action but it was just enough time to get the mannequin of roman on the stretcher yeah, like the, they had the camera guy like look down at the ground and look back up as he was running over to the door or something sure. and so they put mannequin roman reigns on there and mannequin roman reigns gets just fucking <laughs> he flips that stretcher so hard and it just flies and tumbles oh, it goes. and you're so just like good. clearly roman reigns is dead at least brain dead at this point right um but braun is not done. He had elevated what was already an above average beatdown into an epic beatdown, and then the man fucking he raises the stakes to just the the highest Cartoony degree levels. So he walks up to this big, and I'm talking. I mean, it's one of those big ambulances, full size ambulance. It's not like one of those ambulettes. No. This is like big ass ambulance. And then he just. <laughs> Fucking bends down, grabs the bottom of it, and yanks. And flips the fucking ambulance with allegedly Roman Reigns inside. Fucking just flips the whole goddamn ambulance over. And uh, it's just a fucking, it's so priceless. You have to go and find it online. so fucking funny to watch. And he just like, bro, as he flips this fucking ambulance with Roman Reigns inside. And then they had to take Roman Reigns' dead body out of the ambulance and put it into a little ambulette and that, just drive it away. Uh, and I was so, I, if the only way that segment could have been better, the only way that something could have happened that made me harder for that fucking segment was if a large truck that was painted like an ambulance came and took the ambulance away. You mean that was flipped? You mean if. As the ambulette was driving away, the driver turns around and it's Braun Strowman. Oh my god! And he oh beats out. That's <laughs> so Attitude Era, just like Dan Aykroyd at the end of the Twilight Zone movie, just fucking like the driver, like Roman's in the back. And he's just like, oh, oh, and they're like, how long? And like the EMS person's like, how long to the hospital? And then Braun turns around and has like a little EMS cap on, <laughs> and it's just like. We're not going to the hospital. We're going to Pain Town. And then just crash the fucking ambulance. Just drive it off a cliff. That's the only way that segment could have gotten better. But it was fucking amazing. And people were like, I fucking hated that. That was stupid. I'm like, no, you're stupid. Wrestling is awesome sometimes. That was one of those moments of wrestling where it's just like, that's fucking beautiful, dude. That was that was definitely one of the most Whew. fantastic. Oh things. Christ! I love Braun Strowman so hard. He is quickly becoming one of my favorite people He's in so this good. fucking company. He's so good. He's gotten way better on the mic, and he knows his limitations. He doesn't try to cut ten minute rock promos. Right? He's not cutting big promos. He's not having massive matches. He's just doing big strongman spots and fucking shit up. And, I mean, that's pretty much all we need to talk about from the actual programs themselves. I mean, Shinsuke had a really cool moment with Ziggler when he came out and was just like, you want to know who I am? I am Shinsuke Nakamura. And then teased like he was going to go at Ziggler, and then Ziggler cowered out of the ring. And clearly the crowd of casual fans is already up to speed that, okay, this guy's a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea what they're in for. The people who have not watched Shinsuke fight have no idea what they're in for the first time that he actually has like a brawl. It's going to be great. Um, so Ambrose and Renee, everyone now knows that they're married. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Good. 
Yeah. Uh, his real name. Mm-hmm. Or Ambrose. Maybe that's on the marriage certificate. No. They it, go it, full. It was John Good and Renee Peckwit. Maybe they no. Maybe they just go full kayfabe forever, and they're just like Mr. and Mrs. Ambrose. That's what their registry is. I've seen pro wrestlers before do that setup for like like wedding registries with like Amazon and like like uh-huh. retail stores, and like hey, if you're a fan and you actually you want this is our registry, and I was like that's well, so it's, that's kind of a cool way, I guess. It's interesting because the news of it didn't really break until. Uh, it was like Total Divas episode? No, it was Kevin Owens making things awkward on Talking Smack. Have you seen this clip? I have not. I didn't get to see Talking Smack. So, I'll go ahead and just... Where's your... your spe- where's the speaker? I don't know. What are you gonna do if I talk about it? I mean, I speak congratulations. Where is the speaker? I don't know, dude. We'll talk about that. Uh, and to be able to make an impact for the United States Championship. It's okay, right? Yeah. Hey. By the way, congratulations. Hey, you're a shoe in here. You know why I'm saying congratulations? Because we got you, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but also, this is big, right? Am I? Is, is this a thing? Uh, I'm not for talking about that. No. Yeah. No. No. Congratulations, Officer. <laughs> I'm talking about it. Okay, and then it, and it repeats. Wow, that's super awkward. Right? Congratulations uh, oh, uh, on on what? Uh, uh, nothing. N- <laughs> so apparently they've been married for a while, and then internet creeps track down their marriage certificate. Yeah, they got married in like Reno. In October. That makes sense. Well, good for them. Uh, Orton, did you hear what he said to a 10-year-old? They said that the the snake on his entrance ramp looked like sperm. So the internet had already been saying that, right? Uh Uh-huh. The internet had already been saying it looked like sperm. Uh, And Randy was at, uh, it was either like a wrestling convention or a book signing or something. He was at it and he was on a panel and he was doing an interview and people were asking him about it. And he he said, yeah, I mean, the snake looked weird. I didn't have a say about that. Uh, He talked about how, while he was happy with the match, which I was like, really dog, you're happy with that (laughs) match. You're the only one. Whatever. Uh, While he was like, I was happy with the match itself. He's like, you know, he, he was pretty miffed about how they controlled his entrance he had no say he wanted an entrance more like triple h's entrance and they were just like nah son you don't get that you get what we give you um he also said that he has no fucking intentions of ever fighting brock lesnar again fuck that noise uh but then a 10 year old was like asking him uh i don't even remember the, the context of the question it was just something about like oh like your favorite moments and then he took the, the answer to that and just was like i'm not gonna directly answer what you just asked me kid because instead i want to say sometimes they give you a cool moment and sometimes they make you ride a giant sperm down the ramp and he says that to a fucking 10 year old and it's just like god damn randy you really you truly give no fuck sometimes like you're just like who cares Fuck it up. And Bray is also, like we mentioned earlier, not apparently happy with that whole situation. Uh, other news. Oh, so Atunga won't be on Raw. No, he's out for six weeks filming a hit action movie. About Katrina. Hurricane. Yeah, about Hurricane Katrina. 
where he's this oh my god the his name his fucking character name i literally laughed out loud give it to me when i i'm pulling it up uh agent james world larson lawson jesus christ world his nickname is world i've never met a person who went by the nickname world (laughs) and they call him an edgy dea agent an edgy dea agent have you seen the poster for it like drug enforcement looks so shitty it's like somebody found the smoke effect thing in Photoshop and went nuts for no reason. That's an, is that actually official release? That's from www.com. Uh, That's their website. Hey, at least I have a, a good, confident feeling that I could be a designer for them because I could do way better than that. Oh, it's so... Somebody got paid to make that, and that is absolute trash. It just Can looks- you do me a favor? Can you save that or send it to me in like a Facebook message? Because we're putting that on the blog for this episode, just so you know. Also, we're going to take a picture of you with your birthday presents, which we're going to get to in a minute here. Uh, Alberto Daria went on a drunken rant. He talked about Paige being pregnant and that they were already married or that they were getting married or who gives a shit. Alberto Daria is crazy. He did mention that WWE reached out about bringing him back. And then that turned out to be true. It was confirmed by other sources that WWE did reach out to him. It was like, hey, man, like, let's try to fix this shit. I, uh, a lot of people are saying that, like, Page won't come back until Del Rio comes back, sure. and so if they bring Del Rio back under good terms, then Page will come back under good terms. And, and yeah. Page, like Page, is worth more than Del Rio's shit that you'd have to put up with. Sure, because really, at the end of the day, Vince has always been high on Del Rio because he loves that heel aristocrat Mexican gimmick. Yeah, um, he's basically the Mexican Vince. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, oh, like Hunter Hearst, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley yes. is what I'm, I'm getting gotcha. for that. Uh, but apparently, speaking of Triple H, Triple H is kind of the reason that that's always been kiboshed is because apparently Trips and Alberto Del Rio have like real heat with each other. Oh man! Well, if you believe Del Rio's drunken rant, then yeah, he he hates that guy. Yeah. So, which hey, what a better time to believe what somebody says than <laughs> when they're just drunkenly telling you how they feel. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens with all that. If Paige came back, it'd be a real X factor. It would be a real like this could shake things up. Uh-huh. Because she could just come back and run run Rushot over the whole division. Uh we'll see. So we've talked about Rollins, Balor, the drunken rant, the shake up, Wyatt's unhappy, Orton and the sperm, Ambrose and Renee's marriage, Otunga's filming, Booker T is filling in for Otunga for six weeks. Yes. Uh so that'll be cool. I mean, hey, hey dude. I'm fine with Corey, it's, it, Booker, Cole, and Booker. <laughs> Anyone is better than Otunga. Maybe Booker will just so. get to keep the fucking job. Although he is trying to run for mayor of Houston, right? Is that, that what he's running for, mayor of Houston? Yeah. Kane's ad came out for running for mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. And oh my God, Kane, what? Have you seen this ad? Yeah, it made me want to move to Tennessee. I fucking... It's just like... Because of my work experiences, I've been able to travel all over the world, and I've seen every area of this of this country. And I can tell you that Knox County, Tennessee, is the best place in the world. And like, I fell in love with the love of my life in Knox County, Tennessee, and I'm committed to make two two takeaways from it. First off, damn that motherfucker can talk smooth, right? Like, I was like, where was promos like this in WWE, bitch? You're making me believe in Tennessee, baby. 
Uh, second thing, the production quality was like meh. Oh yeah, was, he's like standing in front of a shitty green screen. It was like it was kind of meh. And like I was right. like, call up your buddies in in Connecticut. Get somebody to come out with a real fucking camera, bro, and don't shoot this on like a Rebel T2I or some shit. But he did it. It 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 it's cool. Hey, I I support Glenn Jacobs. I hope that uh, I mean. I don't know his policies, but I just support him because he seems like a rad dude. So uh, I guess to the people in Knox County, there's a little bit higher stakes on the line. But uh, oh, and the last thing before we get to these goddamn birthday presents and then close this fucking show out, uh, it looks like Morrow's gone for real. And uh, people were bringing signs like JBL bullied me to Raw or SmackDown, sorry. And they were being escorted out. The signs are being removed. They are screening at SmackDown and at live events to take people's JBL signs away uh, or deny you entrance if you bring one in. So it's kind of a... We're going to see. Like, I mean, that's a weird way to handle the situation with all the bullying allegations we brought up last week. It's kind of a weird stance to take, you know, when you run Be a Star and anti-bullying uh to instead of issuing a statement or having JBL issue a statement or seeming in any way like owning up to it to instead just try to silence your crowd. Um, and there were some chants on SmackDown. So I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better until they, they address the elephant in the room with JBL. So, all right. So we're, we're, we're closing the show out right now. And real quick, Bob, it's time for your birthday presents. I say open the box first. Okay. So here we this. go. This is Bob opening the box. And it is an NWO shirt. NWO. NWO. New World Order. Okay. Show everybody at home what you got, Bob. I got an NWO shirt, Corey. See, it's classic, right? It's 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 classic. You can wear that to wrestling shows, and you know it's a cool shirt. Okay. Now for the the what I believe is the highlight. This was a find. Another shirt. Yeah, you have to open that one up probably to get the full what it is. I think I got it. You think you get it? It's the rocks. That's the entirety of the shirt. <laughs> Give me your best rock eyebrow. Nice. So uh, there you go. I'm going to post this video to our Facebook later. Um, so happy birthday, dude. And now you have more shirts that you can wear to Evolve shows. We're going next weekend. Evolve 82? But the problem is that the Evolve show I'm going to next, I'm going to wear my Evolve shirt. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you have that for other wrestling events. So <laughs> next time we go to like a Raw. All the or a, shows I go to regularly. Well, we'll we're going to start going to more. Uh, and also, Mike uh, got a subscription with a Sling, and it has the Indie Wrestling channel. Oh, nice. So he was like, you guys have to come over and watch Kai, uh, the Kaiju Wrestling and shit. Oh, yeah. So he was like, if you want to bring your podcast gear over watch an episode and record over at his house. I was like, sure. Anyway, we're going to get the fuck out of here, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the big episode 40, the superstar shakeup edition of a uh, small package show. Uh, you can find Bob Faggity on Twitter at Bob Faggity on Instagram at soldier scuzzy. If you like sodas, you can find me on Twitter at Pointster and uh, also Instagram. And you can find both of us on Twitter and Facebook at small package POD. That's POD for podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You've been wonderful, but we've been better. Heel turn. We'll be here next week on the small package show. Small package.